Today on the Whistle Way podcast, I am joined by a special guest, one of our agents named Justin Verdugo, and he's doing something really unique that I think is really cool. He is finding a way to be able to um, help his clients find deals by being creative, by being proactive, not just looking on the MLS and, and sending them links from his website. Um, at the same time, he's building a, a group of of he's building his network of other real estate agents. So whether that is going to be beneficial for him down the road of getting offers accepted, uh, having better communication when submitting offers, or um, potentially having them join uh, our team or our brokerage, he's able to find build. He built a system to be able to do both of these at once. And so I'm really excited to have him on the show to talk a little bit more about that. Justin, welcome to the show. Thank you. Excited to be here. So to give Justin a little bit of of rundown, or not not to give him, to give you a little rundown on, on who Justin is, um, he joined our team in May of 2022. Um, before that, he was stay-at-home dad, house husband. Mm-hmm. Is that... Is that is that the term that's, that's okay? That's, I guess that's okay right now. I mean, that's what you told me, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'm, I'm offending him after he told me exactly what it was. Um, and before that, worked in commercial real estate for for a little bit, right? Correct. And so you've had kind of this, this ability to communicate with people and then joined our team. This is your first time in residential real estate in May of 2023, right? Yes. Uh, 2022, sorry. Okay. And so of all of last year, that's what, uh, seven months? something like that, mm-hmm. uh, you had closed three deals. Um, and the reason we invited you on the show is we are just started Q1 of 2023. So we're a quarter in and you've done twice the amount of deals in the first quarter than you did in most of in last year. So you're at six deals from in the first quarter. Is that right? That's right. And so I want to talk in, in this show and throughout the, this episode of what you're doing different um, what kind of was the catalyst for that change uh, and how you're doing so well building a relationship with real estate agents in and around San Diego while serving your clients. So I'm really excited to go deeper into that. Uh, thank you guys for watching this episode of the Whistle Way podcast. Uh, the Whistle Way podcast is a show that we like to put on every week to help you grow in your business, whether that's in real estate lending or really anything, um, and give you the tips, tricks, and 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 systems to help you grow your business. If you like this episode and you want to learn more about what we do or just want to get more information in different ways, you can go to thewhistleway.com. That is thewhistleway.com. From there, you can join our weekly newsletter. You can subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel, join us on our Facebook group, and learn more about our Media Mayor Mastermind, our course where we teach agents the step-by-step how to get uh, your your sphere, and not only your sphere, but the people in your community to refer you business. So if that's interesting to you, go to thewhistleway.com. We also have an outbound referral network on there. As people leave San Diego and California, we need someone somewhere to send them. Fill your information out there so that way we can send them your way if they're looking to go your way. That's the Whistleway podcast. Write a review if you like this. If you don't, Please don't write a review. I don't care. Um, But those reviews help us a lot. And I will beg you for a review later on in the episode. So all that being said, Justin, welcome to the show. Thank you. So Justin, why don't you give me, or those listening, kind of um, tell me what was the change between 2022 where you sold three and Q1 of 2023 where you sold six? 
what was the switch? Why? How did that change? I think for last year, it was just trying to find that niche and use and, and figure out which system was really working for me. And what I found is that I was kind of running around trying all the different systems, but really there was two that were really working for me. And that was connecting with agents around me and my leads, and then also doing open houses. And so those are the two that I primarily focus all my time and energy into. Excellent. And when, when I talked to you, we stopped in the hall a couple, a week or two ago, and I said, hey, what are you doing? You're, you're crushing it. You're number two on the leaderboard at Whistle right now, which is great. I said, you're crushing it. What are you doing? You said, I'm calling agents. And I go, damn it. Don't get distracted. I was very concerned um, because you're like, yeah, I, I spend the morning calling agents. I'm like, what are you, what are you calling them about? And I, I thought what we see a lot of people do is they get squirrely and they go, okay, well, maybe I'm going to spend all my time focusing on recruiting to the team or recruiting to, um, if you're in a, most brokerages have some sort of way to uh, recruiting to your downline. And, and we see agents get squirrely and say, okay, I'm going to focus all my energy on that now. Uh, and we don't, here at Whistle, we don't focus on that. Um, that that's not a focus of our business. So I get really nervous. But what you told me and, and how your process worked I was like, oh, I haven't heard people do it that way. And I'm sure people are doing it that way. Um, but go ahead and explain what you do when you call agents and what you're asking for and, and, and kind of your process there. Sure. So I have a, like basically a, a, a number of, of listings that I want to understand more about because it could be a fit for my leads. And so I will call up those agents before talking to my leads to figure out what is going on with it. Is it, is it coming soon? I mean, I already see what's coming soon, but like, do they need rent back? What's how many offers are coming in? And then just kind of chit chat with the agent as well to see if they have anything coming, coming up, you know, mm -hmm. because right now might not be the perfect time for my clients, but three months might, you know, two months might. And then in the evening time from three to five, when my clients are getting off work or at the end of their day, I'll call them up and give them all the rundown and information that I found out about those listings. So do you have a, so you have your, your leads, right? And, and anyone that's working here, they've got your a group of buyer leads and you have a kind of vibe for what they're looking for. How do you decide which, I mean, assume we're here in San Diego, someone's looking for a three bedroom, two bath, 1500 square foot house. There's only a 10 billion of those here in San Diego. Right. You're obviously not calling every single one. What, what are you looking for to, to call and, and what are you looking for when you find those houses? Well, I think the most important thing is to get a better or have a really good understanding of what your client is actually looking for. And that comes initially just through asking questions, right? Getting good, a good understanding and then going out and looking into the market, whether that's on, if it's on the market, if it's withdrawn and just providing as much information as possible to them. And when we were starting this, you were talking about how obviously you get up super early, go to the gym between sets. You're looking on the MLS for, for properties. Talk me through that process. Do you have a save search for your buyers and you're just, okay, let me see what they have here. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll mess with the filters a little bit on home snap. And that's what I primarily use in the morning. And then I'll screenshot ones that I think are good. So that when I'm after we have our role plays and everything around like 9am, I'll start diving into it and start giving those agents a call. So let's, if you don't mind, you mentioned role play. Let's do a little role play now. Mm -hmm. Let's assume I am the listing agent. 
sure. and, and you're you, you, you're calling on behalf of your buyer. I'm curious, and I genuinely don't know this, so I'm curious to see how this goes. You're like, yo, can I have the house? No, next. <laughs> Hopefully it's not that, but obviously something's working. Uh, let's kind of role play. What, what does that conversation sound like? Uh, sure. It's, um, hey, Brian, this is Justin at Whistle Realty. Uh, I saw that you have uh, this listing on Main Street. It could be a really good fit for my buyers. I'm just trying to get a little bit more info on it. Are the are the sellers needing some rent back? You know, what's their situation? Yeah, no, they could they could use a, some rent back. Okay. What's what? So what's going on there? Are they uh, like what? They want a speedy close, or they need a little time, or what's what's happening? Um, they they're looking to move fairly quickly. Well, okay. That doesn't make any sense with the rent back, right? <laughs> yeah, their 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 son is moving out, and so um, they just want to let him finish school before they before they move out. Okay. Are you representing them on the buy side too? Are they going to be moving out of state? They're moving out of state. Awesome. Okay. How long have you known these guys? Um, I met with them just a couple months since we've had their listing. Nice. Okay. Outside of this one, do you have anything that could be a similar fit like uh, in the neighborhood? Um, no, I don't have anything now. No. Okay. Anything coming up? Uh, I might have one in Hillcrest area. Nice. But okay. it's a, it's a one bedroom, one bath. All right. I, I, I think I have a client for that. Um, when, when is that one coming up? In about a month. Okay. Nice. All right. Well, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to follow up with my, um, with my buyer and I'm going to tell him, you know, what, what you told me and hopefully we can get in there either this week or over the weekend. How's that sound? Sounds great. Okay. All right. I'll follow up. Cool. It's pretty easy. Yeah. yeah but what I loved about that is you're, you're diving in and asking question after question, just trying to get a little more understanding without being nosy, right? Mm -hmm. Now, do you ever get negative feedback from the agency you call? Just, oh, it's on the MLS. <laughs> do you ever get any crankiness? I haven't. I mean, it's in the morning time, but I haven't yet, but I'm sure that there there will be. Well, you've been doing yeah. it for months now and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you do it for a couple hours a day. So yeah. I'm sure there's a grumpy agent out there somewhere. That, yeah. <laughs> I drink my coffee at 11. Like, yeah. Okay. No, I, I get some agents that just want to, tell their story, you know what I mean? And just talk about everything. I had one guy just start getting into politics and it was like, oh, all right, how do we even get here? It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah, let me tell you about my listing. So, so Trump, and I'm not going to go any farther than that. I'll just say that word and we'll be good. Um, very cool. So, and then tell me about, do you have a follow-up process for these agents? Do you, do you put them in a CRM or a system or how do you, um, and maybe maybe you don't, but maybe we can kind of brainstorm it now. How do you take that one conversation and turn it into a relationship that you can build on? Sure. Um, so I haven't really been labeling them in follow-up boss, but I should because I like how follow-up boss records everything. So I can mm -hmm. go back to those conversations. Okay, this is what we spoke about before. So in our having the same conversation over and over and over again. It's and you like have the political guys, guy, exactly. like, all right, I'll get to you. Later. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I have a database of agents that I've talked to and kind of label them in there as well. So I, that's something that I am going to start doing. Okay. And you probably have them. We have our, our follow-up boss set up to where we have a, a stage called vendor. Right. So they're probably under their under vendor. Yeah. Um, so that way they're not getting our weekly emails and stuff that they don't care about. Exactly. Um, okay. So good. You, you are putting them in a system, um, and keeping notes, having the conversations. I like that it's in follow up boss. So that way you're not switching between cell phone and follow up boss and it's all in one system. Mm -hmm. Um, what, what have you done? So say the, the home's not a fit for your client. 
Do you call the agent back and say, hey, look, we talked about it. It's too close to the freeway. It's not going to be a fit, but let me know. Or um, No, because I mean, they're getting a ton of phone calls anyway. Yeah. You know, it's going to be like one of those just pointless conversations. Like, Obviously, I would call them back if I'm going to schedule a viewing or something like that. But I will follow up with another uh, client to see if that property that's in the future or something like that, that's a good fit. And if they want to check it out, okay, hey, call them back then around that time, if not right away and say, hey, I do have a client for that time. And then dive into that one a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, so I love that. So you got them in the system. Um, I like that you said it's a pointless conversation. <laughs> it's, it, it, you're right. It, you're 100 percent right. It's it's like, hey, so I don't want it. Yeah. So what do you want? Like, <laughs> Why are you calling leave me, me alone. Uh, it's like calling up Burger King and be like, hey, uh, can I? I don't want any of your food. Okay, then leave me alone. Um, what are some ways that you're building relationships with them deeper? Um, now that you've talked to them once or twice or whatever, um, whether you've gone on a showing, you've shown their property. What are some ways that you have or that you plan on or that you think would be a good idea to build a relationship deeper? So that way, next time you call them in three months for a different listing they have, they're not like, who is this guy? I don't know who you are. Um, good question. I mean, I've had a couple agents that they want to meet up for coffee and stuff like that. And so just to kind of understand uh, how, how our team works. And mm -hmm. then because I one, one agent in particular was was reaching out to me because she wanted to learn more about how whistle was working. So I, th I thought that was cool. So we met up for coffee and, and talked about kind of what whistle did differently than her team. Was she looking to join us or was she looking to recruit you? She was looking to uh, join our team. She okay. was getting a little burnt out, but I did have another agent that w was trying to recruit me and I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. It's, it's when, when those conversations, someone's probably trying to recruit someone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and exactly. so if they either want to join you or they want you to join mm -hmm. them. Um, sorry, I'm taking a note. Okay. Um, okay. So coffee sometimes, are you following up with them with, uh, tips, tricks? Hey, I found out about this doing any masterminds. Um, one of the things I know that we do uh, with EXP really well is we have a Monday morning mastermind where there's seven, 800 people on the call and they talk about issues that are coming up. Um, one of the things that I found worked really well when I was, um, this was a couple of years ago, uh, still in marketing, is masterminding with people. Um, I would do it across the country, not here in San Diego, but now I'm doing it with someone that's in San Diego as well. Mm. Um, are you setting any of those up? Any, any kind of monthly get togethers, anything like that? No, I'm not right now. It's, but you funny, it's funny that you brought up the mastermind. Cause I, I have talked to a couple of agents about that and they're like, yeah, we get invites all the time. So you guys are doing a great job as far as marketing and getting, getting the word out. Good. Good. Yeah. Um, excellent. So what are some, so you're building, you're, you're spending the time talking to the agent, um, primarily folk really only focused on your clients. Um, how are you organizing your your list of buyers' wants and needs? Um, because when you have one or two, it's not hard. You know, it's a three-bedroom, two-bath in Hillcrest, you know, a, a four-bedroom, two-bath in Santee. That's easy. Mm -hmm. But as you get more and more, and especially as they go longer and longer out, and they go, oh, I want to buy a four-bed, three-bath in Oceanside in a year, like th it's just going to compound on itself. How are you organizing that? Uh, well, there's this nice little tab in follow-up boss that says background. And so 
you know, so you don't have to scroll through all their notes just right there. And so I just update that constantly with what they're looking for. And that way it's a current search is what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, that's primarily, and then, you know, the more I, I give to them as far as properties, the more they're going to tell me they like it or they don't. Mm-hmm. And then I get that info and I put that in there as well. So, I mean, there's a, a variety of buyers needs and wants and everything like that. But I think what it, most of it comes down to is location and then price. And now are you ever calling, um, I, I, I love that. Um, are you ever looking at, you know, listings that have been on the market for longer than the average? I think the average is 25 days. I, I don't know the stats off my head right now. Mm-hmm. It's between 11 and 30 is what it normally is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, are you ever looking at ones that are on the market for three months or six months and saying, Hey, like, where are you at? And they're like, they'll take anything. Right. Yeah. I find I'll look at the brand new ones. Yep. Right. And then go back a little bit further and then go back a little bit further. And if there's still nothing that are like a year out, I mean, I, I haven't seen any that a year out, but pretty far out. You if know it's what a, I mean? it, yeah. And then so kind of seeing, all right, what's going on here? It's falling out five times. <laughs> you know, like what's happening. And then, um, if I can't find anything there, then I'll go to, uh, withdrawn properties okay. because, but then withdrawals are, are pretty weird anyway, because typically it's the seller that just is a bit unreasonable, you know? And so it's, it's, you try to do as much as you can, the best that you can. The other thing that I, as we're talking that I'm thinking about, so say you've already called for your buyers, you call from nine to one, it's 1030. And you're like, well, I've called literally because with inventory being so low in San Diego, you could realistically run out of things that your buyers are looking for. Um, another thing I can see value in doing while you have this time blocked off is, is calling people, um, that are selling homes in the area you want to farm, Mm -hmm. whether that's where you live or if you have a farm, um, and then asking them to hold open houses. Do you do any of that? Absolutely. And that's exactly what I do is I'll oh. call people and say, I was like, look, I got a great idea. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah no. I've been doing that for yeah, months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, cause I mean, open houses is my other pillar is I focus on. So I know I'll call up houses cause I, I like doing houses better than condos and townhouses, but if there's no houses, you know, then you gotta do what you can, <laughs> gotta do But now do you focus when you do open houses, are you focusing in, in a certain area or, a type of home, right? Because some people will go, oh, I just want to do luxury or I want to do vacant flips. I don't care where it's at. And some people um, say, hey, I want to do it in this zip code and, and saturate the market with my signs over and over again. I focus in Santee because I have a house there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's kind of where I do my farming. I have a, a mailer that goes out and everything like that. And so, but I'll do Lakeside, I'll do Fletcher Hills, I'll do La Mesa. Um, but those are pretty much the areas that I, I focus on. Yeah. So you stay mm-hmm. geographical. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And then um, I, I'm just thinking about this. I love the fact that you're calling in your farm. I love that that's where you're holding open houses. I love the fact that you're calling withdrawn or expired, not expired, but withdrawn um, or homes that have been on the market for a while. Some things that I'm thinking you can do is if you have a mailing list, an email list of, of people in your farm, um, or just your leads, um, you could always do something like a, uh, like a mail, uh, an email that says, Hey, I found a really good deal. This home has been on the market for a while and they're willing to take below their asking price. Let me know if you want access to it. So now you're, you're being proactive and you're sharing with not just your people that you already called for, um, but your other leads that m- you may not have an, 
you may have not been in contact with before. Right. Another thing that I'm doing is I reached out to uh, Gigi Homes and mm-hmm. a couple other flipping companies, and I'll get things that they aren't going to flip that they're holding on to. I'm not sure if they're the if they're the wholesaler or if they are just kind of like the facilitator, but I get a list every week of homes that are investor specials, right? And so I'll present those to my investors, run the numbers and everything like that through them, and if it makes sense, it makes sense, and then we'll walk it. But if it doesn't, then they'll just be like, "No, pass." All right. Are you actively building your list of investors? Uh, yeah. So I have a good amount of investors, but it's it's one of those things where you you meet them mostly at properties that need some work and they'll come through and, you know, they're kind of giving you the cold shoulder. And so it's trying to build that rapport with them. But typically they're working with a few agents. So what I try to do is I'll just send them what I have, you know, and see if I can get that that in with them. Very cool. So you've done six in the first quarter of this year. What's your, what do you see it looking like at the end of the year? How, how many do you see yourself closing transaction wise? Um, I'm trying to, my goal is for 20 this okay. year. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So you're going to slow down a little bit, huh? Just, I mean, <laughs> you're like, if I do six a quarter, I'll do, I'll do 24 and I'll just do 20. Um, I'm trying to, to con- factor in that the holidays are a little bit slower. So right on. yeah. Um, all right, cool. Anything else you want to add about your system of kind of culminating these relationships with the agents while doing it all on behalf and for, that's the same thing, uh, with your clients in mind, anything else you want to add that we didn't cover here? I mean, I, I, the way I look at it is what's the point of having this, all these like fronts up with other agents. Like we're all trying to get our clients a deal. So in my head, like let's work together to get these deals done. So the more agents I get built into my database, the easier it is to get more deals done. And so I just don't, I don't, I don't see the whole point of putting up this whole facade, like, of you know, I'm, I'm the, I'm the biggest and baddest guy, but again, you know, teach their own. It's just yeah. something that I personally don't choose to do. Yeah. And what I love about this process, cause I, I know the, you would think that it's it's illegal to use the word cold calling in some in, to some real estate. Like, oh no no no! You can't say that. You can't say that. Mm. It's like saying bomb on an airplane. You can't say that, right? <laughs> Don't tell me cold calling. I'm not doing cold. But what you're doing here is yes, you're you're cold calling realtors, but you're doing so with a purpose. Um, you're you're not lying. You're not being like I have. I may have a client for your twenty eight million dollar mansion. Can I come <laughs> look at it for four days? Like you're not bullshitting them, right? You actually have someone on the other side. Um, so it makes it easy to make those phone calls. So, hey, let me see if this is a good fit. And then it's very easy to call your leads and saying, I have information that no one else has. Like at that point, you're not like, oh, shit, what do I say when I follow up with Sally? I don't know what to say. When You know exactly what to say. Hey, just FYI, I called th- these two houses um, that I saw that just came on the market and this one that you said you wanted to see. The one that you said you wanted to see, not going to be a fit for you because of this, 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 or however you want to spin it, right? Maybe right. you don't want to say that. Um, but I found these other two that I think actually might work better. Let's see them all three. On, I, I may, we're all able to see them all three on Saturday. Like that's an easy conversation. It's an easy text message. It's an easy email. It's a great thing to get a response from rather than like, are you still looking to buy a house this mm-hmm. year? Like that, that's not a great email, phone call, text message. Right. Always coming with the, with value and uh, some information, right? Cause yeah. I mean, who wants to get called with, Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> like, what do you want? Just to see how you're doing. And if you have anyone that wants to refer me business, like, 
right? Uh, so I love that. All right. Uh, before we, by the way, thank you. This is very interesting. Uh, something that I don't think other, a lot of agents are doing and something that I can see a massive amount of value in doing. Um, and again, like I said, this is very easily going to build your relationships with other agents across the county, mm. which is going to be great when you say, Hey Bob, Hey, it's Justin again. Uh, I saw your new listing. I, I may have someone like, tell me the story. They're not going to like, they're not going to have that guard up because they already know you. Right. And maybe they already worked a deal with you. Right. Um, and I think this makes it a lot easier. Again, we talk about how many conversations people have. You're always on the top of the board this year. Um, and so it makes it a lot easier to have these conversations. So I love that. Um, if you watch this episode, if you got value, I, I beg you to please do one of two things. And they're very easy. It's not hard. One is uh, to share this with someone that you think can get value from. Right? Someone that, that needs some deals um, that is maybe focused on the wrong thing and said, hey, look, this, this can get you some deals now and will allow you to focus in on your business. Uh, one, so share it with someone. Um, and number two, if you want to do both, I would love you for it. If you want to do one, I would love you for it. If you want to do none, we're still friends. Or, or not, I don't know. Um, but if you can write a review, you obviously know the importance of Zillow reviews and Google reviews and all that sort of stuff on your business. Um, it means the world to us if, if we can receive reviews on your favorite plot, podcast platform, whether that's uh, Spotify or Apple or whatever. Uh, if you can take a minute to write a review about the podcast, we'd really appreciate it. So we're going to kick off into our whistle widget of the week. This is something that we use in our business, saves us time, makes us money, uh, or just help helps us have more fun. Uh, Justin, would you like to go first or would you like me to? Um, I touched upon it when we were talking, but I I really love follow-up boss. I mean, the, the, the ability to record these phone calls so I'm not having to jot down a tremendous amount of notes during these calls, but just go back and listen to them, even with the leads too, just makes my job that much easier. And then the staging as well, so I know exactly who to call and based off of where they're at. Yeah, we're huge fans of Follow Boss here. Um, as as a CRM, if if you're unfamiliar, it's, it's a CRM. We use Ylopo as our website, Follow Boss as our CRM, and it's it's technology, its ability to connect with other systems is better than anything else that I've seen. Mm. Um, which is why we're really really big fans of it. Uh, my widget of the week is something we're using today in our podcast studio. If you're watching on YouTube or on Facebook or wherever you're seeing this, um, you see our brand new custom desk that we had built for our podcast. Down below, we have a TV. And what's really cool about this is we are able to cast um, what Tom is using to produce the podcast right now. He's filming it going into the computer. He's able to cast whatever he has on that screen on this desk. And so we can have different things going up. We can have presentations going up. We can do a bunch with this desk um, just by using a Chromecast. And so Chromecast, I think, is like 30 bucks, 40 bucks. It's pretty cheap. And what it will allow you to do is you just plug it into a computer with HDMI and USB to give it some power. If your TV doesn't have USB, you can just run a USB cable to the to a power outlet, right, uh, with a plug. Um, and you're able to cast from... Your computer, you can cast the screen, you can cast a tab. I believe you can cast from your phone as well. Um, and just a really good, easy, quick, cheap way to get what you're showing on your computer up to a, a TV screen. So Chromecast is my widget of the week. 
thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. Uh, thewhistleway.com is where you can get more information about all of our stuff. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys.